0: What is up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. We are here. We have survived the massive endurance uh, challenge. No, I'm not talking about COVID-19. I am talking about WrestleMania. Joining me to talk about this two-night extravaganza spectacle that was way too big and too massive for one night, so it became two gargantuan events is my man, Trevon King. What's up with you, Jay?
1: Oh, Mr. Lousey, I'm cooling, man, as always. Um, Well, for one, let's start this. Everybody stay home um, as best you can. Essentials, you know, beating that into the ground. But, you know, we're facing something much much bigger than us, so everybody do your part. Um, We did this last year, and it was such a blast. I guess we decided we're going to do it again, man. And uh, given the circumstances of COVID-19, this became an even bigger spectacle than last year's amazing spect- uh, spectacle. Right. Who, who could have figured that? So, Jeff, yeah. man, let's get to it. Yeah. All
0: right. So, Dana White is, is trying to go neck and neck for Vince McMahon for most ridiculous sports my way presentation. Dana White's trying to get a whole island so he can do his UFC. Vince McMahon has a performance center, and he was like, you know what? We can't have it in Tampa. Darn it. We're just going to do it in our performance center. And this thing started off in a way that you know they're going to toot their horn from now until the to the next Stone Age because they weren't even saying COVID, Corona. They were like, "We're here to help you through these challenging times." But my favorite part about the opening, they didn't change one second of it. They kept all the Tampa Bay, uh, uh, the Tampa inspired pirate theme opening. they were just like. Man, we already put it together. Let's just make it happen. What did you think about that? Because I was like, "Um,
2: (laughs) you guys aren't
0: anywhere near the Tampa Bay or or Raymond James stadium where this pirate motif actually makes
1: it. I, I thought the same thing, but I was like, look, this is what happens when you're getting. Overly creative. Look, I understand you got to change everything about what you're doing here. This is presenting a very unique challenge, and I get that. But this is what happens when no idea is a bad idea. Right. This is what happens when you (laughs) grossly
0: (laughs) overthink something.
1: It's like complete overconfidence, and you got the green light, man. Let's just make it happen. All right, well, the pirate motif.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just keep rolling.
1: (laughs) Go with it. I mean, and I think also when you put a lot of money in the promotions, it's just like, look, full steam ahead. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I mean, they had Roman Reigns in, in the promotion. Roman was like, yeah, I man. am not messing with you fools. I'm not taking part in WrestleMania.
2: I wouldn't be watching <laughs> WrestleMania
0: from the couch. It was hilarious, man. I was just like, wow. You would think they had time to edit him out of that thing. Nope, nope, nope. We're just going to leave it exactly the way it was. So that was yeah. hilarious. And then our boy Rob Gronkowski welcomes us to the show. And I feel like <laughs> I always feel like when they <laughs> have celebrities take part in wrestling, they just they, they channel their inner nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties kid watching wrestling. Yes, they don't they do. They don't act like they watch what's going on. They immediately go back to Hulk Hogan, Saturday Night's Main Event style. Well, you know, hey, we're here. I'm Gronkomania. I'm like, oh, wow. He <laughs> don't even. But what's hilarious is they seem more natural doing wrestling than the guys doing it now. So I always find it this yeah. weird dynamic where, where, the, where the celebrities act like wrestling personalities and the wrestling personalities try to act like actors.
1: You know that's that right there, and we've seen a lot of cases of that where some of these actors have been more believable as wrestling personas yeah. as they could ever be as actors right <laughs> and I think part of that I think here's it's a double it's double sided right I think with most wrestlers, especially the ones that want to be at the top of the food chain right they want to show i mean eventually what the goal is i want the rocks kind of career i want to be a, a, a action hero i want to show i got range and chops. i can i can do this right mm-hmm. um whereas an actor or somebody in that in that foray entertainment foray, you like look i have to be uh, uh this person that i'm known as for so you know this is who i am you know me mm-hmm. as actor or whatever this is my chance to let my head down and do something i've always wanted to do and and be a a, a parody of myself Mm-hmm. You know, let so me play it's, a it's, wrestler, yeah. Let me play a wrestler, so <laughs> not the Mickey Rourke better, version, better, yeah. Not the Mickey Rourke version, not the depressing, uh, uh over plastic surgery, uh, depressed film <laughs> popping <laughs> version. No, no, like Gronk was perfect for this. If there was ever a sports personality outside of wrestling who is fit to be a wrestler outside of Shaq. Only other person in the world is Gronk. Yeah, he's built for this.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I think if they play it up right with him, he'll be a pretty entertaining guy because of his natural charisma and just broness. And they can make him either way, like the fun-loving guy or the guy who's so obnoxious you can't wait to see get beat up. Especially if he starts flaunting his NFL championship rings. I've got three championship rings. <laughs>
1: Well, you know you know jeff I, I looked at it this way with Gronk, right either way i thought the same thing either way you cannot go wrong he's either the i, I don't know if you remember seeing him on family guy but he no. played a version of himself on family guy i i uh-huh. really encourage you to see that episode anybody out there listening if you've never seen that episode you have to see it right Okay. Uh, Gronk on Family Guy <laughs> was like Gronk on a thousand. So imagine, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So imagine an even more amped up, ridiculous version of Rob Gronkowski, and that's what you got. Um, either way, you can't go wrong because you're either gonna want the guy to get beaten, or you want to see how much of a a goofy bro, just mm-hmm. typical high school jock, like he. Rob Gronkowski reminds me of every like <laughs> affable doofus jock that you've ever seen in the high school movies from the exactly. 80s to now. Hey guys,
2: up. A hey guys! Party here! Up.
1: Party's here!
2: We're in the Gronk zone! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. That. That, that is him exactly, 100%. He's all good. He, yeah, he's yeah. in
1: all of them, right? They couldn't have picked a better person. I know that Vince right now is trying to find his next superstar. It's it's painfully obvious and it was painfully obvious in this WrestleMania. Even though it was yeah, very entertaining, it really was is, it was obvious. Is. Yes. Yes. All right, so I let's get I down. Only to film oh, like no,
0: that. Absolutely not. All right, so we start off with the women's tag team title match, the Kabuki Warriors versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. And this one went fifteen minutes and it felt uh like it was about eight minutes too long. And <laughs> you yeah, know, so I think In any WrestleMania, the first match to open up the show is kind of tricky, but it really felt so much like a neutered down wrestling performance without any crowd. And, you know, Asuka and Kai Sane doing their, you know, speaking in Japanese and, you know, just being obnoxious and hearing everybody talk to each other. It's like, this is so weird and not a normal hey all right i'm about to put you into the corner put the
2: come on nikki let's do this so that's it it
0: was really odd yeah oh and then i thought the mash was fine it was a little too long like i said and i thought they they really did a few hey how do we edit this part into this move okay
2: i guess we'll just go along
0: <laughs> with it because it's a tv production we have time to clean it up and make it look better but i feel like Doing that in wrestling is really tricky if you get too cute with some of the edits. What'd you think?
1: That That's exactly what they did. I mean, this is one of those matches where, and there were several, where having the crowd takes away from a, a certain lack of quality
2: mm-hmm. and
1: entertainment value. Because when a crowd is into it, it's like, look, if you're watching boxing, wrestling, whatever it is, you're gonna have undercards. That's what these. That's what these matches serve as. You know, these mm-hmm. are the appetizers before the main course. And sometimes what you need is the ambiance and atmosphere to sell an appetizer, especially if it's not as good. <laughs> yeah. as, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. You need that, and this is one of those matches that suffered from not having a crowd. It suffered from not having. Uh, 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 the hoopla and, and and everything. Sometimes when I'm watching WrestleMania, um, if if it, then the match isn't particularly exciting, yeah,
0: what the crowd I focused on the show. crowd
1: takes mm. exactly, and that's what was missing. You know, that's gonna be a key theme for each one of these no, you know that we review. Yeah. It's yeah, and, yeah, and, and it's crowd? unfortunate. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
0: It's one of those interesting deals where I feel like, you know, if they had just done, like, super old-school 80s and t- inserted crowd
1: noise.
2: <sighs>
0: that could have Yeah, I don't know. But it, it was that just could,
1: weird. It's funny because, you know, sadly that would have helped, but then sadly everybody would have torn that to shreds.
0: They would have, but I, I would have been entertained because I'm, I'm always on my old-school 80s kick watching 80s wrestling right now. I'm, like, of 1986, course. so I'm like, yeah, I would have gone for it. All right, so next up we have Elias versus King Corbin. And this is another one where they showed us what happened where King Corbin knocked Elias off of this mini tower and they cut away and show him on the ground. And I'm like, man, this is some seventh grade editing work here. Oh, no. We do not actually see him hit the ground. We just see the results with him on the ground. I'm like, come on, WWE, expect better. This match was nine minutes. I don't understand why you know this is this is where they go. <laughs> WrestleMania is too big for one night. I'm like, no, it could have been no, one night. No, no, actually it's not. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's not. He just decided to put he just decided to puff it up with a lot of stuff that could have been saved for Raw. I mean, it's not like they're going to the, uh, lacking for space to fill over the next few weeks, since Florida is now on the shutdown, you can't come to the performance center to record your little TV show, Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely something they could have kept in the in the April twentieth, then for a later date. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I All mean, right, so... this was one of those over ambitious. To me, it was over ambitious, and it was filler. Yeah, you know, but we, don't <laughs> we don't need filler, <laughs> Why do like, we don't need filler. The smartest thing they could have done, and I'm look, I'm complaining, but I'm not because hey, this was very ambitious, and this is one of the few live sporting events or semi live sporting events yeah. that we've had since the shutdown. So, yeah. I'm in no way complaining, and again, uh, thank you for everybody who participated in this because you know, as much as we well, can I'm complain ab- a a yeah. bellyache they put themselves out there to perform and put on a show for the fans of wrestling and that was that's amazing in and of itself especially right now mm-hmm. um but this was one of those it's like you get a crab cake with it's it's not much crab meat it's like a lot to be desired this is still a match.
0: it's like where is the crab
1: yeah this is a lot, of, yeah, is a lot of too breading, much bread you know. <laughs> it could have been better, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate to complain for the sake of complaining, but this was one of those matches that, even at even at what ten minutes or so, ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes, yeah, it, it it was ten minutes too long. This yeah. was one of those matches that if it were a house show, it would have been like six. Yeah, minutes it'd been, yeah, it'd it have been best. fine as a
0: house show, but I felt like in WrestleMania, this is why nobody can remember what happens from one WrestleMania to the next because they have a match like this. That just feels like they threw it together and hoping for the best
1: yes yes i mean you when you have an ambitious show like this and you're trying to put a lot together you're throwing spaghetti against the wall right sorry for the food analogies everybody but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah right it's lunchtime that's why
2: crab um, cakes
1: um, spaghetti. <laughs> cake, spaghetti let's talk about pancakes in here somewhere <laughs> appetizers yeah I, got, I, got, I, I have an ihop analogy at some point uh ihop denny's analogy at some point but um <laughs> Yeah, this this was one of those things where we, I think with the book, they, they were really trying to put together a big show because for what it's worth, there's a lot going on in the WWE. They have for the first time in years, a challenge, a challenger, mm-hmm. right? So you got to up the ante, you know, right now, AEW doesn't have a WrestleMania-type event and could be, I don't know, Jeff, what do you say, a year or two from having an event like that? I think
0: think AEW is just needing to decide which of their big events they want to make their WrestleMania because there is a huge difference between the tape shows, quarantine versions of WWE versus the quarantine versions of AEW. AEW feels like everybody's having fun. They're just like, hey, we're out here. We're trying to make the best of a bad situation. Um, and people who want to be here are here. And we understand anybody that want to be here. We know what's going on in the world. We're not going to be in our little bubble. Hey, we're just providing entertainment for the fans. It feels like there's a robotic presentation to WWE while AEW feels a lot more organic. And yeah. especially right now where it's like, gosh, the differences between the two are startling.
1: Well, that's the thing with WWE. You are the machine now,
0: yeah. And they, you've been they the feel machine, like
1: a machine for a long time, yeah. And you feel like the machine. Where you got something young, fresh, and, and 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 still figuring itself out. That's the beauty of of wrestling to me. When it's too polished, it's not fun.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's and it's WWE. Too polished, it's, yeah, and that's WWE. Sometimes mm. it's just not fun. And this big change from the from the Attitude Era to what we have today has been too polished it's it's it, it's it's it can get very sterile like for me i remember the last big gimmick that i liked in WWEs was cm punk because he was a breath of fresh air because he could talk like he could sell mm-hmm. right yeah and Bray and, and husky harris when he became bray wyatt <laughs> now on his new gimmick which i like even i, I like i like his new gimmicks Not as much as I did with the Bray Wyatt fam and all of that, but I really like that he's creative. Mm -hmm. I am hoping beyond hope that at some point his contract runs out and he goes over to the other side because, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, I'm hoping. They they could do a lot with him. They could do a lot with him and give him freedom to be what he wants to be, do what he wants to do, man, because this is a creative dude. He's taking risks, and his risks pay off i like, yeah, all right,
0: we're gonna talk about Bray in a no uh, what another hour and a half as we break down the show, but we'll get to him. All right, so next up was a women's title match: Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. Becky comes in in a four in a in a big rig, and she's like, "I'm the man," and I, I like Becky. <laughs> and this was a year removed from last year when she was main eventing the show, so it just felt really weird, and it felt more like, yeah. We only care about our women's division when Ronda Rousey's here. And that's when it's good enough to be the main event. We'll hold our own women's show. When she's gone, everything's back to normal. And I find that odd because, you know, odd and disrespectful of everybody else that's there. And, you know, Ronda was, you know, she was good enough. But I I never really bought her as this big selling point. Clearly she was because Becky is the third match on this show. Um, this one was fine. They've always presented Shayna as this kind of mauler killer. And now she's even doing the Tyson route and taking a little bite out of Becky and, and, you know, trying to do whatever it takes to win. And she ultimately loses, which I felt was an odd choice because Becky's been the champ for a year and she's beaten everybody. And not that they have all these great contenders, but beating Shayna kind of eliminates the last big challenge for her. What do you think?
1: Uh, you mirror my sentiments. Exactly. Why would you do that? This is the problem I have. One of the problems I have when it comes to booking in WWE, take the risk, build the rivalry, give us something we didn't expect. Um, this was a perfect opportunity, especially for those who don't have a lot of interest in the, uh, uh, the ladies division of WWE give them mm-hmm. something to watch give them something or give them a baddie to root against or anti the hero to root for you know or, or somebody that divides the crowd whatever give them something and give us something in that regard you know that right there is is a missed opportunity to me it really was a missed opportunity and if you're gonna paint this or you're gonna create um <clears throat> as this bad guy or bad gal. Seize the moment you need these heels to have the belt you need that it's not always sunshine and rainbows you need to have the bad guy come out on top sometimes so that you can even you can build their 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 rivalry even further and and, and gain more interest in what's happening in the division and amongst these wrestlers don't just it, it, it's really stale when you expect the outcome and you know that's going to happen and that's exactly what happens you need the
0: right bad guy to retain. Or the mm-hmm. right bad guy to win and the right good guy to win. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, as the show plays out, that all, that always happens. <laughs> all right. So we have the Intercontinental title match. Sami Zayn takes on Dan O'Brien. And I feel like eh, three years ago, this could have been for the world care. title. Or, I mean, yeah. Cause I, I was like, man, this is a good match. This should be good. And it was fine. He's got. We've got all these guys at ringside. We've got Drew Gulak with Dan O'Brien, Nakamura, and Cesaro with Sami Zayn. And I'm thinking all these guys are really good wrestlers. And they're just in this randomly thrown together IC match. And I'm like, eh. And it was fine. Again, this felt like it could have been a TV match. It didn't have that
1: WrestleMania feel. No, and it It was didn't. just kind of there. It didn't. It just, eh. It was a fine match, but you like you said, three years too late. You just didn't care anymore. Yeah. At least I didn't. Yeah. Like so this was a house ma- this was, if this was match. If this was the match that ended, raw, sorry for this feedback. I'm so sorry. Okay. I have no idea what is happening. Um, Geico makes it easy to bundle our
0: Javon's getting advertising, throwing our way here. A little Geico ad spot.
1: Man, this is what happens when you have your TV on mute for a while. Well, oh, not mute, but um, with on pause and then on pause. Oh, it, so. right, right, right. Yeah. like you're still, you still want to watch you're,
0: this you're, Geico commercial?
1: <laughs> being very aggressive, right? But <laughs> no, but no, um, <laughs> but no, um I, I just felt like this is one of those matches that ends the 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 SmackDown night or the the. Raw yeah,
0: thing. tune in next week, fans.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is not this is not WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, or tune in WWE
1: Universe, as they like to say. Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, next up was a very interesting match. It was the SmackDown Tag Team Titles competed in a ladder match, and it's a triple threat and not a triple threat tag team match. It was Shawn Morrison (laughs) defending the belts with The Miz because The Miz apparently got sick. Quote, unquote, we don't know what he's sick from. Because, you know, Vince McMahon will kill someone dead if anybody outed the, some of their performers Ashley Hagarona. So Miz is homesick. Kofi Kingston is representing the New Day. And Jimmy Uso is representing the Uso's. And I really, really, really like this match. This was one I wish they had a crowd because the crowd would have... Oh this is awesome. This is awesome. Yes. Which I hate, yes. but they would have really been digging this match with all of the craziness they were doing. I love John Morrison. I think he's a guy who is a main event player that they're trying to keep in the tag team because they don't they're too afraid to try somebody new in that spot. But if you followed him in Impact or Lucha Underground, you know this guy is capable of being a headliner, and he has such a cool, flashy move set that he just feels different. And Kofi Kingston, you know, a year ago he was—they were like it was Kofi Mania last year—and I don't feel like they really understand how that comes across because they did it in the previous match with Daniel Bryan. Well, remember WrestleMania in New Orleans? It was WrestleMania. And it's like, yeah, and they're in these lower tier matches. So is this a failure on your part to keep these guys in a prominent position? Or is it that you should not mention that our booking is so bad that within a year or three years, these guys are now back down in the midcard?
1: Yeah. No, it's all the above, Jeff. This was one of the premier matches of the whole day on event to me. Yeah, Of the absolutely. whole event, this is one mm-hmm. of the premier matches. And they dropped the ball. All across the board, you uh, not gonna uh, th- there's been there's no build up to this right one, two, like you said, you can't keep yo yoing wrestlers and their their trajectory. you can't keep doing that. This is why your roster is suffering from having talked to your talent because as you introduce them, you bump them back down to mid tier mm-hmm. that's not smart, it's just not smart. I don't care how many big, goofy guys, you know, these these, these picturesque uh, guys that you will put on your posters, you sign. If you're not going to give them a good gimmicks, they're not going to have good gimmicks that people get behind. Also, an organic come up, because one thing I hate is recycled wrestlers. They're like recycled coaches in football. Like Bill Goldberg's time was the 90s, the late <laughs> 90s. There's nothing you can do in 2020. That's going to make me say, yeah, Goldberg, because Goldberg now looks like an aged bouncer. (laughs) He looks like an aged tough guy. It's like, yeah, I know he can still kick ass, but at the same time, I'm not fearing this Goldberg versus Goldberg that needed a police escort to the ring because I thought he might have bit the head off of some guy wearing a Legion of Doom t-shirt that said something he didn't like on his <laughs> ring walk. That That's a different Goldberg. Like, right. this Goldberg has... Yeah, like, this Goldberg has taxes to pay, uh, <laughs> on, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I, this is a responsible Goldberg. You need new talent, period. And you have the talent on the roster yeah, if you step out of the way. Yeah, and this exactly. is one of those matches with the talent that you have. These guys, this should have been a match for the... Oh, maybe the internet uh, intercontinental, nah, not even intercontinental. Like uh, the, uh, not, oh, they've got God, so many uh, world titles. I feel like they they this got could so many world title match. I feel but like one of you yeah,
0: you a big guy world champion on both Full brands. Way. One of mm-hmm. them could be, you know, the raw one could be your smaller guy who can actually yeah. wrestle, and the other brand can be your big brawler, traditional eighties. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. 90s guy who's just a big massive guy and he's not going to bust out a thousand
1: moves well jeff you know this goes to I, I think i shared this with you maybe two years ago when we talked about wwe suffering from lack of competition that's what drove uh to me in the 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 WWF's golden era back to Mm -hmm. the 80s when it was the wwf but the 90s when that goes from for us in our lifetime Mm -hmm. the golden age of wrestling when wcw and and wwf were going at it bischoff and what's my other man that was writing for wwf at that time russo uh, russo man they were going at it they were they were giving away each other's if, if you're watching raw they're telling you what happened on wcw if you're watching wcw or nitro they're telling you what happened on raw so you don't tune in right I love that competition. It, it just drives. It drives you to succeed, right? WWE doesn't have that competition within it. They, they, they eliminated the competition, right? They need it. This is what my 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 suggestion was: make Raw and 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 SmackDown different companies, even if it's a falsehood, even if it's it, it, it's false, right? The competition is what you want. You want to see that we're different, and this is why. They, they're all bleeding together they tried it but they're all bleeding together this was one of those opportunities to do that where look one of you guys are going to be the title holder so look for our raw belt or our w um our, um smackdown belt right one of you, somebody's got to win it and you make it the other uh, uh uh promotion if you will you make that guy hold the belt so now our belt is held hostage by those guys right play it up play they it gotta do
0: something, something. But this, I yeah. felt that like this is. They didn't have a whole lot of tag team matches for one, and it was weird to have the tag titles defended in a single match.
2: But single I really like
0: that. That's this not it. One of my favorites. Uh, Kevin Owens took on Seth Rollins in a super grudge match. This was another good match. So we had consecutive good matches. It really helped that Owens and Rollins talked complete trash to each other throughout the match um, because. They were able, I think, probably maybe the most successful of all of these matches to overcome the lack of a crowd. And it felt like you didn't necessarily need the crowd in this. It was like they were doing enough stuff. There was like, all right, this, this, in this particular environment can work. And yeah. they did kind of like a, a fake-me-out DQ, and then Owens was like, no, get back here, you punk. And then Rollins comes back in, and then somehow it becomes a no-DQ, even though he just said he wanted to restart the match, which I'm like, I don't know how the announcers took that jump. But they did. It was no-DQ, and then it went nice and crazy. And then Kevin Owens jumped off the huge, massive, quote-unquote, WrestleMania stage mm-hmm. and got his win. And it was all right, but... You know, I wish they didn't have that switch of the finish. They could have just made a no DQ to start and mm-hmm. it been fine.
1: You know what I like most about this match? Surprisingly, no crowd. Yeah, it was weird, right? Like, this they didn't need it. worked. They didn't yeah. need it. You know why? Because their exchanges back and forward, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have gotten that with the crowd right. noise. You wouldn't have got it. Mm-hmm. This was you. This was the only match that was unique to that because their play off of each other was a masterclass. And look, we don't need anybody to sell what we're doing right now. That was brilliant on both of their parts. Yeah, so good stuff.
0: All right. Uh, then our boy, uh, Mojo wins the twenty four seven title from Truth, and this one felt a bit contrived because it's like, hey, two guys, I'm trying to hide from wrestlers that we don't <laughs> see. Can you keep me hidden? Um. And I'm going to go right in the middle. And then, of course, they hit him. And then Mojo pulls Gronk off from pinning him. And then he takes the title. And it's like, ah, eh, okay, whatever. That's the whole point of 24-7 title to give random people the belt. So, whatever. Uh, Next up, we've got Taxes are Due Goldberg defending his universal title against Braun Strowman. This was supposed to be Roman Reigns, but he was like, no, Vince, I don't care. And I am going to see you later. <laughs> the problem was they had already booked so much conversation, so much dialogue between Roman and Goldberg, and they just kind of threw in Braun Strowman at the last minute. So was, there was no booking, no oh man, this is going to be something. And it, and this lasted less than three minutes. It's two minutes and forty four seconds. All it was was the video game kid playing who doesn't know anything <laughs> but the two finishers. <laughs> Um, oh spear. this is what oh okay this is a spear great oh, spear. Uh, here's a power slam power slam spear. great <laughs> like gosh i just felt like man this, this was bad bad yeah. bad i felt bad for goldberg in a sense that he only really got the title and beat brave for the belt because the saudis wanted goldberg and vince is like oh Yes, you love my 90s guys who I used to build up so well, and, and WCW used to build up so well. Who cares about the investment I put in these modern guys? Sure. And then he just goes out there, and he's supposed to take the L to Roman, and Roman's getting you know his 30th WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania title win, I and mean, even Roman's like, I'm good, thanks. And Braun is just here. It felt like that Lex Luger deal in 91 where he finally beat Barry Winner for the belt and it's like nobody cares because it's like, yeah, that time yeah, okay.
1: passed. That time passed. That ship
0: sailed. Yeah, dude. I mean, no this is a guy, it. what was it, WrestleMania? Yeah, no, this, this ship is not sailing because there's no <laughs> ships except for the one on stage. But this is the same guy who is winning tag titles with a 12-year-old kid in WrestleMania. I can't take him seriously. <laughs> I don't care how many power slams he does on a 66-year-old Goldberg. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. Yeah. Don't care. Do not care. But let's get now get to the Boneyard match. And I don't really have a ton of stuff to say outside of it. This was amazing. Undertaker took on AJ Styles. They actually recorded it like a Grindhouse movie. Yes. And they managed to escape all of Undertaker's physical limitations by having AJ Styles and the OC just get beat up for like 20 minutes in this rustic cemetery. It was amazing. And AJ Styles was so much fun. Undertaker is like, they could do many movies with him as this old Western guy, rolling into town on his motorcycle, beating up people, and then rolling back out. And then, of course, burning the place with his magic flames Dude, after burying his was, people.
1: This wasn't so much a wrestling match as it was. Uh, yeah. I, I, you remember the as they used to do during wrestling? Of course, you remember these like many episodes during the, the 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 course of a show that they would do that oh, yeah was wildly entertaining. This was that. Did you ever see the final deletion buzzed. from
0: the Hardy Boys? Yes. All yes. right, so this was this was the WWE's version of that, and they ripped it off very well.
1: They ripped it off very well. And not only that, if they did one or two of these a month with the Taker, I wouldn't be upset about that. And I'm sure people would. Right. Like, this is the best
0: use of Undertaker in, like, 15 years. There's like,
1: oh, okay. Look, we know he's got the physical limitations, and that's fine. That presence alone still means, look, uh, uh, Taker at 55 now, got to be, got to be 55. He may be older maybe older. Taker now at this age is still the most intimidating presence you have. Still. Which is amazing. There's been no one to come along and even come close to having that. Oh my god. You nailed dead. that
0: exactly. Like, he is
1: 55 years old. 55. Yeah. He's he's still the most dominating, intimidating presence they have in the promotion dude. That's That's... That's a mark, you know. That that that's not, no pun intended. There, that that's <laughs> the mark of what he's left behind. That legacy, man. That character is gonna be. It, it's man. That's gonna outlive anybody wrestling today. I will guarantee that. You will remember Taker before you remember anybody on this current roster. Guaranteed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That says a lot. And the fact that they played this so smart, it was everything you appreciated to me. It was everything I appreciated about old school house shows, old school wrestling uh, uh, shows, is the, the creativity, the, the campiness, the, 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 all of it, all of it, man. It was just a little bit of cheese, a little bit of, yep. of, 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 of terror, a little bit of, of camp. It was, right. it was so wildly entertaining. Everything and worked. Everything worked about it. You didn't need any. And you know what I would have loved for this one, the crowd reaction for them watching this happen? Because that would have been kind of interesting. Yeah, it would have been. And I don't you know if they needed
0: a, it, but it would have been kind of no, interesting.
1: Didn't. They didn't, but it, it's always interesting. Like th- those make to hear the crowd react to certain things. Like you hear that, especially if it's a video, right?
0: They're mm-hmm.
1: watching it in, in 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 the arena, and you hear the <sighs> <sighs> when something happens <laughs> at that, that crowd reaction. Yeah, you, that sends chills up. You, you get chills when you hear that. You get chills when you hear, it, man. So this was definitely well played. Whoever wrote this, man. Whoever did this, well played. Very well played. Yes.
0: All right. So, gosh, let's take a quick sip of drink here, because now it's on to night two of WrestleMania, dude. I don't know about you, but I thought it was ridiculous. They played the same ten-minute opener <laughs> to kick off this show. I was really <laughs> expecting something different. They're like, nope, just run it again. And I'm
1: like, yeah. You know what? I think they but hey, look, this is what we did. This is our budget. (laughs) That was how it felt. This
0: is what we put out deal with it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I guess y'all are just good on doing something different. Okay, no problem.
1: Like, okay, guys. All right. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Thanks for all that hard work and effort. Appreciate (laughs) y'all. All right. So then we kick this bad boy off with Rhea Ripley, the NXT women's champion against Charlotte. And I feel like this was the match that infuriated me the absolute most because Rhea Ripley has been on a tear in NXT. If you've watched that for the last eight months, she's just been dominant rolling through everybody. They positioned her to be a big star. Um, She had a breakout moment, a survivor series. uh, And she's, she's really been a star in NXT. And then they have her go against Charlotte who. I feel like wins way too often in their attempts to build a new star and she wins this time. And I knew she was going to win when Rhea hit her finisher really early in the match and only got two. And I was like, Oh, this is a bad idea. And they're going to have Charlotte win. And mm. now the rumor was that when Charlotte won the Royal Rumble, they felt that they owed her that Royal Rumble win because she had to share the spotlight in that Ronda Rousey match with Becky Lynch, which I think is absurd because they were talking about, oh, yeah, Charlotte's one of the most decorated WrestleMania performers of all time. And I'm like, I feel like if you watch the NFL and they spout off about how great Tom Brady is, it's like, Yeah, okay. And I can go, well, that's because two teams didn't play defense and Pete Carroll's a moron. That's why he's got six rings. (laughs) I can say that statement. But with Charlotte, and they go, look, she's so amazing. It's like everybody knows that you wrote Charlotte to win these matches. It's not some impressive feat. It's Vince McMahon likes that she's blonde and has boobs, and
1: that's that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I mean, Charlotte can wrestle. She does her thing well. It's just they try to present her as this game-changing phenom. She's
1: female Hulk Hogan. She's female Hulk Hogan right now. They're going to build Charlotte up. She's got the face. She's got the name, right? She's got the look. If they were smart and Vince got out of the way,
0: this would <laughs> be <is the> opportunity.
1: <laughs> no, seriously. No, he said right? Vince was smart. If Vince was smart and got out of the way, which that's never gonna happen. Until if death. He, until death. Uh who knows? Vince may have the secret to cryogenics and may freeze his body and keep if his He may his have, license, license, have a VR chamber. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Triple H. H this is Vince
0: McMahon from beyond. This John, is one WrestleMania thirty nine to go. <laughs> this is what I wanna see. <laughs> <Alley>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: This is where you get out of your own way. We know Charlotte Flair is going to be around for a while, right? We know this. She's going to have lots of opportunities to win the title again. What you got to do now is give her a rival. She needs a macho man. She needs a a, 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 a taker, a warrior. She needs somebody who is anti what she is. Rhea is the perfect. Rhea is is also, to me, a better performer, but we're not to say that right now um this is this was the opportunity to do that and not for nothing i wouldn't have opened with this this would have been in the middle of the show possibly the second to last the closing match
2: yeah well, this was a, a long match, was a yes, long 20 match. yeah 20 minutes yeah
0: and i thought this one really needed a crowd this one maybe yeah, more yeah. than anything else on the entire show needed a crowd to get behind Rhea, to cheer behind this new superstar in the making. And I felt it was a little deflating to see Charlotte win just because Charlotte's won so often that they had to put her back to the NXT women's title because she's already won the Raw and the SmackDown titles so many times.
1: Yeah, it's not fun to see these same people winning the titles over and over again. You know what to expect. And yeah. that in itself gets old, it gets stale, it gets boring, especially when you have young talent on the roster that can take over the, these – or not even take over, Jeff, but to challenge for that top slot. There's mm-hmm. nothing more fun in wrestling, boxing, MMA, what have you, when you have five to ten five to eight to contenders at a time. Like any one of these five to eight people can sit on top of the division, on top of the the promotion, whatever. That makes it fun because you know you're not going to see the same person wearing a strap for the next year.
0: Yeah, and another problem, like you said, is Charlotte has been put on this superstar, ultra elite tier. And in NXT, there's nobody who could make a believable, credible contender to her. So, you know, like on Raw Smackdown, there are people that she's beaten 20 times, but there's not anybody who you can look at that roster and go, oh, she'll give her a good match. She can compete with Charlotte. It's like, yeah, Charlotte's wiping the floor with all of them because it made Charlotte such a, you know, dominating force. No one could even give her a good feud. That's why I felt like... You know, keep the belt on Rhea. You could do a rematch with mm-hmm. her later if you want, but having Rhea beat her back from the belt isn't the same thing as Rhea winning and defeating her at WrestleMania, having her at WrestleMania all. moment.
1: At all? Yeah. I would all love. Right. You know what I would love to see? Not to piggyback on this topic, but what I would love to see, being that uh, Ronda Rousey made the switch over to WWE, if I'm Vince, if I'm if I'm Triple H, I'm trying to poach those. Uh, ladies in the um ufc world who are at the end of their line somebody i think next year who should consider it the i think the pay and the uh the benefits outweigh you know one for the other is i would would, if i'm chris cyborg i would consider it chris cyborg coming to wwe is a game changer to me for the ladies division that's a game changer yeah I'm just throwing that out there, like a temperature a temperature check, if you will, because I think that would change the game. That would change the game because, wow, Cyborg in that arena, she could sell it too. She could sell it. I would love to see that, just throwing that one out there. They could do some interesting things.
0: All right, let's run through these next few because I don't think they're really all that intriguing and interesting. Aleister Black takes on Lashley. Best thing about this match was Lana at ringside, um, and it was seven minutes. And it was like, ah, who cares? Uh, then we get a little promo on the back about trying to stir up some drama between Bailey and Sasha Banks, little intrigue. Bailey has to defend against four other women, including her best friend Sasha Banks. So will Sasha turn? Will Bailey turn? Stay tuned. Um, then Otis takes on Dolph Ziggler, and this is for. <laughs> I don't know this is for the love of Mandy Rose I guess and we see that there yeah. Sonia Deville and and Dolph plotted to get Otis away from Mandy
1: and I feel like this was the <laughs>
0: I'm sorry I, it's one of those deals where it's like in 1980 wrestling oh, you could, dude. you could do this 2020 wrestling my
1: mind, dude
0: there's just I mean you you got to have some semblance of realism I, mean, I, I can't even stuff. buy any woman who looks like Mandy Rose going
1: for a dude like Otis, whose shirt is too small. Dude, I was expecting Miss Elizabeth to come out. I was expecting like a hologram of Miss Elizabeth because it's like, come on, dude. This is, this is right out of the 1987 playbook. Like, who gets Miss Elizabeth's hand? Right. Like, I, I don't care. And I don't care about Otis or Ziggler. I don't care. <laughs> Neither one of these guys are interesting enough to warrant a WrestleMania uh, 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 match. I don't and care about Dolph, what that Dolph is.
0: was a dude who should be in main events. He should be competing for the world title. Instead, he's going against a big dude. And i just yeah. like, uh, they they
1: wasted
0: Instead, Dolph.
1: This is they did, but that's what happens in this promotion. So yeah. They they waste a, a lot of good talent. Dolph should be, but Dolph needs a, a total. Uh, reinvention of his his everything.
0: He needs to go to AEW because they've done so many reinventions, changes, slight changes to his personality that just haven't worked. But in AEW, against people like the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, Trent, Cody, he could really do something. And I think that's the only way that he's going to salvage his wrestling
1: career beyond a guy
0: who could have been something.
1: It, that's the saddest part. How many could have been on this promotion right
0: now? Yeah, and 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 the worst part is those so, could have, should have, due to decide
1: to stay with WWE
0: as opposed to just leaving. Exactly. But you exactly. know, I guess the money's good, so you stick around. All right, Javon. Guess yep. what? I took an online college or no, a master's course.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I started it right before the Edge versus Randy Orton. Last man standing match began. By the time it was over, I had gotten my <laughs> diploma. This match was 36 minutes and 40 seconds. I felt like I was sweating just as much as Edge and Randy Orton by the time it was over.
1: Oh my gosh, dude. It was an endurance match.
0: Oh. This was an man. endurance
1: match. I was like, they're Not still for the wrestlers, For the yeah. viewers. Right. <laughs> like, this was. This was hard to, and it, it wasn't hard to watch, simply because of the, the 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 time. No, we're not talking about short attention span theater here, guys. We're talking about just two guys who I never thought the Morton as the performer. I never thought the most of him. I always thought he was a big face. You know, uh, you know, girls like him. You know, guys, the Orton connection. I never thought of him as being like one of these guys who was supremely technically sound. Like I could watch this guy's matches like a a a a a Bret Hart or Benoit or somebody like that. No, he's boring to watch to me.
0: He is. This, he's boring. I, and I yeah. was. And, and in the thirty-six minutes, I had to think about Randy Orton during this match. I was like, Ugh. "What's the best Randy Orton match I've seen?" And I was thinking. That's probably back in 2004 when he was part of Evolution or his match against yeah. Undertaker in 2005 or six. And this is yeah. 2020. So for this guy to still be kind of doing the same, punching the ground and doing the RKO and, you know, the punch. Guess and, what? RKO. Yeah, RKO, I don't I, know. I, it's like, okay. But I need 40 minutes of that.
1: Yeah, we didn't. That took forever and edge is a good wrestler edge is a good performer mm-hmm. in my opinion edge was wasted in this match and this was one of those matches where if you a Booker would have said you know what uh, uh uh let's put orton who's a big doofy guy and <laughs> kind of slow and not terribly athletic let's put him against a a, a guy who's equally as big doofy and, 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 and athletic <laughs> and make this a five minute match the five minutes stand on a dime and brawl match. Yeah. You two you two idiots stand on a dime and, <laughs> and throw bombs at each other. We're not gonna reinvent the wheel. This is gonna be a short match. Five to ten minutes just, just wail on each other until somebody gives. We're yeah, wail on each other until yeah. Give them 'em eight give them 'em eight to that's ten minutes or what so they this, and that's it. That's what they needed. You need edge to go against another high flying, uh, high energy performer. Who can sell moves and not only sell his own moves, but sell his opponent? And Orton, he, he doesn't sell to me. He's never I, sold to me. I feel like he
0: always bounces back and forth, like oof, oof, yeah, 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 oof, yeah. oof, and he yeah. does that. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's terrible, but I never feel like. Sucked into his move, into his matches. Me, I never, I never feel even. like captivated. Like, oh shoot, I can't wait to see this. I thought they did some really good booking. Mm-hmm. and I thought they set it up well, but mm-hmm. gosh, man!
1: You know why I'm so hard on him, Jeff, is because of the push that he got.
0: Yeah, dude, he had a super push.
1: Hey, he had super, a super push.
0: Super push. Like as soon as he yeah. came there, and as soon as he came back, and it was like, <laughs>
1: uh, okay, and, and every time. About yeah, and after yeah. about eight weeks of that, you didn't care anymore. I feel like eight, eight weeks years. is long. Yeah, but he would go on these streaks where, hey, I'm just, I'm mowing down everybody and here I am, I'm going to get the title, at least a shot at it, and I'm going to disappear for the next, I don't know, six to eight months.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, you just stopped caring about Orton and whatever, you know, whatever the case was with him. I I just thought this, ma- this was an endurance match that should not have been. They yeah, they look this differently.
0: I feel like maybe they could have edited this uh pre-recorded matchdown.
1: Yeah, no seriously. Seriously. And you know what's sad? Nothing would have helped this match, not a crowd, no. nothing. Nothing.
0: Maybe a crowd, but it. but definitely better announcers cuz the announcers were trash. I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. Like, oh, look. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he's taking there
1: he him. Yeah. He he's, he's getting hit. He's yeah. getting hit. I'm like yeah, we yeah, Stop it. it. Stop! Stop! To imitate Chester Cheetah, yes, we know. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> not
0: good. All right, so then we have our twenty-four-seven uh, Frankus, and Gronk jumps off the perch. He wins the title, and Gronk is a new WWE champ. So <laughs> that, that's fine. Did we get the wrong yeah, that,
1: that happened.
0: Yeah, th- this is something that happened. Look at the Raw Tag Team title match. The Street Profits defend against Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Uh, this was kind of weird because we had yet another switch. Andrade was supposed to team with Garza. They had been built up as a team. And then Theory had to kind of make be a last-minute replacement. Andrade may be sick. I, I love this, how people are just gone and for a moment. It's like, well. Stay tuned. Um, this is six minutes <laughs> and 30 seconds of people yelling, this is WrestleMania! And <laughs> I was, I'm sorry, it. I love the Street Profits, but gosh, I was like, all right, yeah, just this in this match. Bianca Belair oh. shows up at the end, which is interesting because I feel like just as NXT needs somebody to fight the reign of terror that's going to be Charlotte's reign,
1: Bianca oh, moves
0: uh, up to Raw. So I was like, ah,
1: no, guys. Wait, yeah, this is something we're going to be seeing for the next, I don't know, two weeks or two months or so. Yeah. This, is gonna, this ain't going away, by the way. This is not going away either.
0: Oh, though. No. Then we go on to another women's title match. This time it's Bailey defending against Sasha Banks, Tamina, Lacey Evans, and Naomi in an elimination match. I always greatly prefer elimination matches over the triple threat format because everyone else besides the winner has to lose. And I feel like that's the way they have to do it. Um, this was 19 minutes however a little bit too long for any match featuring Tamina uh, <laughs> I feel like they try every every they try to reinvent her like she is this massive beast I'm like nah, she can't wrestle all that well no. she doesn't do the wrestling thing very good <laughs> I said that intentionally she's just kind of not good at doing wrestling <laughs> she's doing good She's and I know good. she tries really hard, but I just I always feel like Yeah, it's not, not here. And, and then they kinda do a little tease where Bailey accidentally accidentally hits um Sasha. Sasha gets upset and then Bailey saves her from getting hit, but then she gets knocked out from Lacey anyway. And then Sasha comes back and helps beat or helps Bailey beat um Lacey. And it was like okay, and I guess that's what we'll do. And it was just kind of there, like I said, too long, 19 minutes, way too long. And I feel like this would have been better just having it with without Tamina and just having a four-way. So,
1: yeah, yeah, that, I don't know. You could have recast this one. Yeah, you really could have recast it this one. Let's move say on. that if you would have replaced Tamina with uh, Flair, that probably. Be-
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. 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 And <laughs> win that match, that so should have been like a double champ. Um, <laughs> just because.
1: Just because.
0: All right, next up is maybe the most controversial match of the WrestleMania 36 show. The Firefly Funhouse match, where the Fiend takes on John Cena. That versus is probably a little too ambitious because it was more a. Meta breakdown on the life and times Of one Jonathan Cena It was Such an odd Deconstruction of The face of the WWE Since the Ruthless Aggression era Where it felt like they were killing off John Cena's character And his contributions And it was weird Bray was like this Mental Tormentor psychologist to John Cena who starts off in his his early uh, prototype gear his colorful tights then he's rapping John Cena but nobody likes his raps anymore Uh, then for some odd reason he becomes NWO Cena and he keeps trying to fight back at Bray but Bray is magically invulnerable and then finally the theme comes to put John Cena out of his misery and makes him disappear. I have no idea
1: what happened.
0: Maybe you can make more sense of this for me.
1: Oh no I can't um, but I will say this <laughs> this is why this is why my man Bray needs to do his thing because you could tell this was all him dude he oh man he he the whole the way he described Cena as a, uh, what did he call it? He was a a bully or something like that, a privileged bully. Uh Uh-huh. I I loved it, dude. That was that whole psychological, I missed that, you know, those those wrestlers who had those kind of personas, man. And you can tell this dude, man, he's a student of the game to me, man. He's just, he knows these personas. He gets inside. He's active, man. He he gets inside Mm -hmm. his persona and goes for it. I would love to see him taking command of writing and booking and all of that because you know this is something he could do man he he just plays this angle man he's he's awesome and if they're not careful they're gonna mess this opportunity up with him (laughs) let him keep reinventing himself and doing what he does let him keep doing what he does man this was probably one of the this was one of the best matches and just the best moments of the whole thing
0: all right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because I was just thinking, good grief! John Cena really <laughs> is not coming back because this joke is like, yeah, okay. sure. You want me to just wrap this yeah, up? I'll take the so.
1: fall, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm look, off the fast nine dude. Look, Cena's off the fast night, and it was a great way to end it because, for what it's worth, nobody cared, cared about Cena since he was doing his White Fifty Cent thing. It's nobody cares. <laughs> like, nobody wants to see you in another pair of jorts and hear that theme song another minute. That. Da, 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 da. <laughs> been hearing that for 15 years. Let it go. Like, seriously, it's time for that to end. It is really time for that to end. I was glad that Cena didn't fight and try to make this whole like, big statement or anything about it. Yeah, sure, I'll walk away. Whatever. Done. Great. We needed that. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that era and let's (laughs) move on.
0: Let's move on. So, now we've got our, uh, Main event of WrestleMania 36, after 22 hours, Brock Lesnar defends his WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Once again, Johnny on the sticks. Still doesn't know how to do any moves. He doesn't know how to do a kick and punch, but he knows how uh. to get the F5 finisher and the Claymore kick out. Those are the two moves Johnny knows, and Johnny will continue to play those in his video game. <laughs> this is 4 minutes, 36, 30 seconds. Brock just hit. Three F5s, and like with each one, he was getting a different like 10 count. So, like, the first one got a one, the second one got a two count. And it's like, okay, the third is going to get three. No, it's just two. And then Paul Heyman on the outside is like, just keep hitting with your finisher. That's what little Johnny's pressing. Just keep doing it. And then Drew decided, I'm going to stop doing that. And now Johnny decides he's going to take control of Drew. And he hits a Claymore, hits his Claymore, and then hits a Claymore, and then gets the win. And Drew becomes the new champion in four minutes and 30 seconds, having his, quote-unquote, big WrestleMania moment. He's a new WWE champion until Vince decides, I need to have some more excitement, and I'm going to put Brock <laughs> back as champion.
1: So a sack of potatoes has to wear the strap until they come up with something better.
0: Dude, I mean, Drew McIntyre is a good... Guy to be the champ. I just have seen this movie too many times with Brock, where Vince gets tired. I'll just put the belt back on Brock, and yeah. then Brock will get somebody else over at WrestleMania. I mean, he has lost yeah. to Roman, Seth Rollins, <clears throat> Daniel. I mean, I feel like he's just he is constantly taking losses at WrestleMania, only for the next WrestleMania to come around for him to have the belt again. And it's,
1: it's just all set up. Yeah, it's all set up. And it's sad that McIntyre is going to be a sack of potatoes until, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with, with Brock, like, I'm so tired of them trotting Brock out there. And when Paul Heyman has to get involved, that's when you know it's bad. Right. When Like, Paul Heyman is now your manager because you're so terrible on the mic. Like, you're so terrible that they got to trot out Paul Heyman to do his best. And look. Paul has been the obnoxious, the obnoxious manager. This is the obnoxious personality in wrestling for what? 30 years now. What he's been,
0: now? He, he's been
1: that guy for a minute
0: and he's been doing this thing with Brock since gosh, WrestleMania 20 each yeah. now, which is a long time, but it's yeah. like nothing yeah. new is going on with these guys. And it's just kind of like, eh, there's nothing. They're not doing anything different with, um, with Brock, and it just feels oh, like yeah. the same old, same old, and it's just annoying at this point. I'm just like, please make it stop, please,
1: please, please. It's not, it, it, it's not interesting anymore. It's yeah, you don't care as much as you did, or or at all anymore. Like I find myself not caring. If I see Brock Lesnar, I'm already tuned out because I already know where this is going. So mm-hmm. Look, look, he's gonna be the big, he's the big baddie. He's gonna come out there and do the same things ad nauseum. Now he's just got Paul, Paul Heyman in tow. <laughs> yeah. Now he's just yeah. got Paul Heyman in tow. I don't care. It's you got tiring. a roster full of guys, man. It's it's the same schlock. It's tiring. I don't I <sighs> want to see somebody else. F5. F5. Exactly. This, was,
0: right. this was lazy, could care less Brock Lesnar. And,
1: and like, is you know it just what? me? Is Brock getting fatter? Like, he looks... He looks terrible, man.
0: Brock doesn't care. He just he doesn't care. It's so
1: obvious. <laughs> like, just, it's like, like Brock looked like he right. just ate before this match. Like he, yeah, yeah. like he just ate and ate good. Like he was
0: at a buffet. It was like, shoot,
2: that was today. All
0: oh man. Oh, okay. All right. Damn. That. All right. Let me. All right. uh Yeah, I'll be there. in like off two more this minutes. whole chicken.
1: I just got one more whole chicken to eat. Let me down this keg of beer. I'll be over there soon. Soon as I can, guys. Soon as I can. Yeah, I, yeah, whatever. There were so many other. Good, there were at least three other matches that could have been the headliner. This was you could have tossed this in the middle of the program on night one, and we would have felt the same way about it. This did <laughs> not deserve to be the headlining act. Seriously. Yeah, dude,
0: I feel like nothing happened. Nothing happened on, um, on night two. That was worth it to me. Like they could have ended the entire show with with one night, and I'd have been fine. Like I wouldn't have cared less yeah. about. Trim the details. fat.
1: Trim the yeah. fat. Like Jeff, they really could have trimmed the fat. That's the thing about it. It's like, you know, to the IHOP analogy. I told you. Thanks, I appreciate <laughs> go, it. Like, here it is. All right, you go to IHOP, uh-huh. and um, you don't go to IHOP to eat off the dinner menu. No, no, no but you absolutely go to don't. You don't.
0: Don't look at the burgers. Don't look at the steak. Okay. You got
1: some steak? Oh, weird. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lobster? You got a serpent? Yeah, all right. <laughs> give me some pancakes. <laughs> give me a stack of pancakes.
0: Yeah, for, From the Inter-house, International House of Pancakes, I will take pancakes, please. Thank you. Please <laughs> all the thank time. You.
1: Yeah. All the time. So, I mean, I, it was a missed opportunity in a lot of ways. <laughs> I commend them for what they did. They, they got it right a few times. and And... I'm not going to say they got it wrong a lot, but they got some things wrong. It's typical WWE, but overall it wasn't a total waste of time. What they could have did is we could have got the condensed suit version. We could have scaled this back. It was very ambitious and it was, it was appreciated, but in the effort to save time and also in the effort to have a tighter package, it's the, you could have condensed this a lot. It's like when you got 28 tracks on an album, I'm going to guarantee you 18 of them are going to be trash. <laughs> That's kind of what we got here, you know. 18 of these tracks was 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 duty. Like, we could have scaled back a lot. <laughs> 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 guest appearances for the sake of guest appearances. Uh, just give us the meat, man. That's all we needed. And they had meat there. It's just, it was a shame that it got supplemented with a lot of filler. You know, a lot of filler made its way into this crab cake. Yeah. Got i hungry. <laughs> I don't
0: think you, you've done a masterful job. So uh, so would you watch the show again?
1: Um, if they were to do the...
0: If you were unable the... to censor through and had to watch the the show in its entirety,
1: would you watch it again? God no. God no. Because I would start watching it today and be done Wednesday morning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what I would do to make this a complete to make this mm-hmm. uh, uh, this would have been the best WrestleMania ever. Won a crowd, of course, right? And to cut down the to the best matches, to the best of these two nights, and that way you would have had a solid three and a half hour show. Three and a half hour show, solid, legit, where it's action packed, everything makes sense, and um, instead of having filler matches. And also with those three, three of those matches that were really good, we could have, we could have swapped the results. Mm-hmm. We could have swapped results and maybe even added a person or two, add subtract a person, whatever, switch uh, some of the players involved. Uh, not all, but maybe one or two of those matches, and just make this a solid affair all the way around. And you probably have one of the best WrestleManias that you've seen in a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Whew. Well, my man, thank you. This was—I felt like I have relived some trauma going back over this WrestleMania night. <laughs> <laughs> I could not have done without you.
1: Oh, man! All right, so we're going to be thank back
0: you. real soon to talk about all of the craziness going on in in uh, quarantine uh, Hollywood, including Ezra Ooh. Miller's meltdown. What the? Hell. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that for next show, because cause, gosh, we could, I'm sure Jace will be ecstatic to break that one down. Oh, but course. yeah, for now, thank you, my man. Thank y'all out there for Always, listening. Always, man. This episode of Lows Movie Files has been filed.